Hi there. My name's Joshua, and I'm an accountant. And I'm Emily, and I'm a marriage and family therapist. On this podcast, we'll be talking about how to manage and organize your finances as a family. Every week, we'll offer practical advice and explore how our experiences impact the way we talk about money. This is Family Family Finances. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yay. (laughs) We're here, and we are on to building your budget part two. Dum, bum, bum. (laughs) So last week, we talked about the three components of a budget. So quick review, we talked about expenses. So this is anything where money is going out, Mm. both your fixed expenses, things that you have to pay and that are pretty much the same monthly, and then um, variable expenses. So expenses that may change month to month. Uh, We have your income, which is any money that you have coming in, whether that's a paycheck or um, some kind of disability check, federal yep. support, um, as well as surplus. Mm. So this is yeah. the sweet, sweet leftover. Yeah. <laughs> and we are really hoping that there is a leftover. You know, we'll, yes. we'll talk a bit more about that uh, later in the episode, uh, about what to do if you don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into that in a few minutes. Yeah. So that was what we were covering today, really having you understand those three important components and then go through your finances, your homework, which I hope you completed. We can't check it, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was to go through a month of your finances. I just had a flashback to like middle school. <laughs> I didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) Maybe that's my teacher voice. I think it was. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) But uh, going through a month of your finances, like a bank statement, and going through line by line so that you could categorize every item on that sheet. So um, after you've done that, you should be here. So today we're going to talk about how to use that information that you gathered um, and analyzing it and how to customize it into your budget. Yeah. So, you know, kind of right off the bat, the first thing that we need to address is, you know, after you've done this, you know, you've got all of your expenses, you've got all of your income, you've totaled everything up, you look at it. If your expenses are greater than your income, um, or if you're kind of like barely breaking even, um, there's there's some things that you need to address like right there and right now mm-hmm. um, because that's that's not sustainable uh, at all and it's going to really put you into trouble. And you're likely feeling you know the oh, strain yeah. and the impact of that now. So think about um, think about we're going to kind of use a decision tree almost right. So like Josh said, if you've just done all of this, what's your income and expenses and surplus and where do all those numbers fall? Right now, we're going to go down the decision tree path yeah. of if um, expenses are greater than your income, um, what do you need to do first? So we're going to walk down here. Yeah. Um, like Josh said, uh, you're going to want to start to make some changes so that your income is at least even, mm-hmm. you know, ideally yep. more. There's two main ways, right, that you can make those changes. They fall into two categories. Cutting back on expenses and or increasing your income. Yeah. Do you want to talk about those two options? And yeah, what they look like? sure. So, so let's talk about your expenses. Um, let's. I, I. I don't. I don't think it's helpful to focus more on what you need to cut 
back on, I think first what you need to address is you need to identify, okay, what do I absolutely need to be spending money on? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's really four, kind of in like the finance or personal finance world, there's really like four main categories that you absolutely need to have uh, in order to survive. Um, these come before anything else. These come before anything else. And they are food, housing, utilities, and transportation. Okay. And you're going to want to prioritize those in that order as well. Food, housing, utilities, and transportation. Um, the reasons being food, you need, you really need to survive. <laughs> you need food to survive. Mm-hmm. Um, after a couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to be around after that. Um, house, and it's important to prioritize food over housing because it's okay if you kind of like miss a rent payment or miss a mortgage payment. Uh, you can kind of make that up and you can address that at a later time. Um, and then, you know, th- but you can't get all that food back that you haven't eaten. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, and then for, I guess for like utilities and transportation, you can kind of play around with those, uh, to figure out kind of what you need to do, but those are kind of t- after your food and your housing as well. So those are the four main areas that you absolutely have to prioritize first. So if you've done that, you've prioritized those, uh, and you can make those payments. Then I would say then it's time to identify those things in your budget that you don't need. Um, mm-hmm. So any subscription you can get a, you you know toss away. I I can't think of a single subscription that you would need. Mm-hmm. And this is where it can get hard, right? Yeah. I think I think in today's finance world, especially where you have credit cards mm-hmm. or there's a certain kind of. Um, I'll call it standard of spending, not necessarily standard of living. Um, It's to some people, it may be unthinkable to not have some kind of streaming subscription or um, gosh, I'm trying to think of other examples. Netflix. (laughs) Streaming. Yeah. Yeah, But um, you know, and I think it's important that you need to realize the position your finances are in. That's why, our first mm-hmm. recommendation is to go through a bank statement because we've talked about this roadmap before. That was the piece of figuring out where you are, right? Yeah. So that's going to give you a really good look at your finances. And now you're trying to make changes to go somewhere. Um, and this is where um, how you customize your budget really ties in with those financial goals that you have. Yeah. So if your expenses are more than your income, first first thing, full stop, your first financial goal is to flip that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so you really need to do that by any means necessary and uh, within, you know, certain limits. Yeah. But, uh, but that's why we say there's a certain standard of spending that everyone has come to accept, I think, as yeah. it's very keeping up with the Joneses. It is. Um, a lot of that. But – you need to prioritize your family and your financial situation over feelings of missing out or feeling like, mm-hmm. um, oh, this is something I really enjoy and um, I want to keep it around. That's not the same as needing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. So it, cutting down, or sorry, I should say cutting out and cutting down, right? And actually yeah. what we'll do in future episodes is we will actually take sections of the budget. So like food, anything food related, groceries, restaurants, you know, anything else. Um, And we'll break that down into where can you cut back or how can you prioritize things here? So we're going to keep it kind of um, 
Do you want to hear one of my favorite uh, business lingo terms? I do. I really do. <laughs> do you know what I'm going to say? This is um, a term I've learned working in like corporate America world, um, and it's high level. <laughs> mm. We're going to keep things I'm gonna keep high, high level. level, which means vague. And <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I didn't realize that I say that all the time in my job, and now I hate myself for it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's one of those things that I've learned. High level means like we're not going to get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, um, and in some cases, so that's what we're gonna st- we're gonna keep it high level. We are. this episode, Gosh. and there's a reason for that, right? Because if we tried to get into every category right now, this episode would go on forever. It so would. we'd rather dedicate an episode. Yeah. To getting into detail. But let's move on, I guess, kind of down. Additional income oh, is another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Additional income. Yeah, good point. Sorry, I skipped over that. You know, so in addition to, you know, kind of cutting back and um, identifying what you need, you also need to really up your income. Uh, and there's really two ways that you can do that. One is you can go out and find a different full-time job or you need, uh, um, or you need to be taking on additional side part-time work. Um, and there's lots of, there's lots of jobs out there. There's lots of mm-hmm. things that you can do online as well. There's a lot of stuff that you can do just from home on a computer as well. But, you know, the point is, um, you need to, you really need to up the income, um, because, um, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's two problems. It's, you know, the expenses and the income. Um, and also, you know, I just want to, you know, point out, you know, I even do, you know, part-time work on the side as well. Um, and even just like a little extra money each month, it really does go a long way. It really does. I remember one of my um, good friends who she and her husband both work full time and they both have things that they do on the side. And she just said this, this was like a few years ago. And she said, and you know what? It's not our full time job income that makes the difference month to month. She mm-hmm. said, it's that extra bit of working. Yeah. It's that extra bit of income. And that's something. We found, as you said, as you've done some part-time work, um, and we don't we don't mean to simplify finding a job and say, no, you know, it's no. just as easy as walking outside and grabbing one. It's not. That um, no, but you know, when you're in this situation, again, we're still in this decision tree of your expenses are higher than your income. This is top priority, right? Yep. You don't have to work extra your whole life if you don't want to, um, but in this situation, yep. It, this is what you know is going to relieve some exactly. of that strain. for a short period of time mm-hmm. while you're kind of getting yourself kind of back on track, getting things in order. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll you'll definitely have to to sacrifice some mm-hmm. things, but it's worth it. Yeah. So decision tree path two. You went through your bank statement, and um, your expenses are lower than your income. Hooray! Hooray! <laughs> but your surplus is very small. And what you may be doing um, is looking at that bank statement, and maybe you're already doing this. Uh, maybe you did it as you went through. You're going to start analyzing um, what, like Josh said, you're going to keep those four essentials, food, housing, utilities, and transportation. And while you might have a little bit more flexibility if you do have some surplus so you're not afraid you won't be able mm-hmm. to make payments, um, this is where you can start to look at your spending, right? Back to the roadmap. Where yeah. are we right now? And where could you make changes to give you more surplus, right? So this is where um, beyond the essentials, you're going to go through and decide um, which items are not essential and which items are. Mm-hmm. Um, and a note about this 
uh, you may have differing opinions, right? You may go through and have items on your budget, expenses that you pay for that one person says, I don't want to, excuse me, I don't want to give this up. This is important to me. And the other person is saying, this doesn't seem like it's a necessary thing and it's money we could be saving. And I think the note here that I would want you to really focus in on is that it's not actually what opinions you have. Um, And there's not like a, um, (laughs) there's not like a moral right answer for each expense, (laughs) Um, but it's not what the opinions are. It's how you're sharing them and how Mm. you're communicating around them. Mm, Yes. Uh, Because, If, like I said, I'm going to use something, uh, I'm going to use a random example, Um, getting your nails done. Getting your nails done is something that uh, many people find enjoyable. Mm -hmm. Um, It's part of their health and beauty routine. Uh, I personally don't see it as something that's necessary. To me, that's actually very much like a a treat. (laughs) But um, Me too. Yes, yeah. (laughs) So I wouldn't see that as as necessary, but let's say you've looked at your bank statements and um, you get your nails done biweekly um, and you're paying, you know, $40, $50, $60 for that uh, twice a month. And uh, maybe that's an item that one person is saying, I want to keep this or this feels essential to me. And the other person may say, I don't know that that's necessary. I understand you like it, um, but I don't know that this is a needed item in our budget. Um, And you can even hear in how I kind of am framing Mm -hmm. that back and forth. You don't want to make it a, you don't want me to be happy, which is why you're telling me this isn't essential or my happiness isn't essential to you. Or, um, you know, you're selfish and just want this because it's something for you. We really want to avoid those use statements and blaming. And so, my recommendations here would be um, when you go through your items now and mark them as essential or non-essential, you need to schedule a space and time for it. Don't do it when you're dropping the kids off (laughs) or picking them up or running around doing dinner. Don't do it in a time of stress. You need to make a space for it um, so that you are able to come to it, focus on it, and focus on having these open and honest communications where you're really trying to listen to one another and also um, just communicate what, how you feel about the items. Um, Yeah. So, and I'm not going to solve your problems for you. Here's the thing, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, seriously. Wow. I mean, that was like some free therapy right there. That that was some good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to, like I said, there's no moral, there's no moral right answer to is it necessary to get your nails done? It's your budget. Yeah. It's your family finances. And this is what I want you to hear also. Your meaning like a plural, right? Yeah, exactly. You guys need to decide, is this something that belongs in our budget at this time in our life with our financial goals, right? Because maybe you have more surplus and paying to get your nails done is great. That's what you want to budget it for. Um, but maybe you have less surplus, but you really have a financial goal of saving for a big purchase. Yeah. And you may decide this is something I will do without and save money um, to put it towards this big purchase. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's kind of a, a good segue here into kind of, you know, one of the last things we were going to talk about is, you know, looking at that surplus. So 
The point of creating this budget is to really to not only to identify, you know, our expenses and allocate amounts to them and, you know, for income, but it's also to kind of get a sense of, okay, what money do we have left over at the end of each month to mm -hmm. play around with mm -hmm. to apply to our financial goals? Um, and there's a lot of things that you can be doing with your money. Um, you know, it just opens up all sorts of possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, you know, additional retirement savings, right? Mm -hmm. If that's something that's important to you. Um, you know, we'll do it. We'll do an episode on uh, retirement and, and all the, the options available to you uh, at a later time. Uh, vacations. Um, if you want to be um, paying down debt, um, student loans or anything like that. Um, planning for a future uh, purchase. Uh, Christmas, even. Emily and I, we start saving for Christmas in what? Like July? August? August or September. Yeah. yeah, we say we start saving a couple months in advance, um, or even the, uh, saving for a house. You know that that's a big one as well. Um, but the point is, is that you have a sense of like what money you have available to you to start applying to your financial goals for the future. Mm -hmm. And I think you know when you're getting a sense of what money do you have, this is where you're looking back at that again that exercise you did going through your bank statement. Where is your money going right now? right? That was a big focus of looking at where your expenses are mm. and categorizing them. Because uh, I think I think a th common theme is people don't realize how much money they're putting towards something. Yeah. Because they, they, never they never look back to see how much it is. So, you know, um, spending out on restaurants or takeout food, um, that may be something that you think you're not spending that much on. But when you look at it at the end of the month. You'd be month, surprised how very quickly it adds up. Yes. Very and so, quickly. And so that might be a place where you go, okay, that's where my money is going right now. Maybe I don't want it to go there. Maybe I don't need it to go there. Maybe I want to apply that money towards a financial goal. Yeah. So again, it's really taking control of your finances and making sure that you are making decisions about your money. You're not just letting um, kind of spending happen to you. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that, um, you know, budgeting did for me was when I started to see, like, how much we were putting towards certain things, I started to ask myself the question, like, what if we weren't putting this much money towards that? Mm -hmm. What if we started to put it towards something else? You know, mm -hmm. what would that look like? It enabled me to be able to even start thinking about, you know, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, you know, if I took, you know, you know, a hundred bucks a month, you know, that's $1,200 a year. You know, what can we do with that? Mm -hmm. You know, it just allows, it opens up options and possibilities. I think a big, um, this was big for us. As we've said, one of our financial goals is paying off student debt. Yeah. And we knew we wanted to pay off debt early. We knew we didn't want to pay, um, you know, our loans into <laughs> 2035. Yeah. Hard pass <laughs> uh, on that. No, <laughs> um, we knew that was a goal. Uh, but it wasn't until we realized the money we could be putting towards debt yeah. that was either tied up in other expenses or we just didn't realize we had it that was very energizing, I think, to oh, yeah. see. Oh, we're definitely going to do an episode on paying off debt because yeah. it definitely is energizing. It's it's really yeah. exciting. But that was something that I don't think we – I don't think we would have committed to the – I don't want to say the fast track that we're on now, but you know, we're we have a really set plan that we're working very hard towards. Exactly. And it's much earlier than we could have thought a few mm -hmm. years ago. Mm -hmm. But we didn't even realize it was an option yeah. until we 
looked at our roadmap, right? Where are we now? Where do we want to go? How do we get there? Yep, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I think um, as we dive into budget uh, specific um, conversations over the next few episodes, you know, we'll dive into food, we'll dive into mm. um, miscellaneous spending, we'll dive, we'll go into all everything. the topics. Housing. Housing. Why not? Um, savings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everything. As we dive into there, you're really going to want to have your budget put together yeah. from last episode and this episode. Yep. Um, you know, you'll want to have your categories listed out. And remember, a big part of this is also tracking that spending. So it's not just setting amounts. Yeah. It's going back and, and filling in under each category. It's sticking to the plan. Mm-hmm. How yeah. much did I spend today? And, you know, tomorrow. And that's, <laughs> the, and that's the hardest part. Sticking to it is the hardest part. Um, you know, but once you kind of get past those first, I don't know, two or three months, and you start to see the changes that are happening, um, it really is worth it. Yeah. So we will see you guys in our next episode with your budgets yes. at the ready. <laughs> um, but thank, yeah. yeah, thank you guys for listening. And we are on Instagram. Yep. I think it's Family Finances Podcast. Yep. Um, so if you have any questions you want to send us, um, feel free to send them there. Uh, we are so excited to see you guys start this journey. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi there. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to hear more about managing your finances as a family, please subscribe and listen to our weekly episodes. Thanks for listening.